After suddenly disappearing from her home earlier this month, a 59-year-old Georgia mother was discovered naked and burned in the woods 60 miles north of her home on September 11th. What happened to Debbie Collier? Welcome and thank you for joining me for the very first episode of Close to Home. Close to Home is a true crime podcast where I discuss some of the most gruesome and heinous crimes committed, where our suspects are often close to our victims. Today is probably going to be one of the shorter episodes um, for multiple reasons. One, because it's the first episode that I'm doing, and two, because there's not a whole lot to go on in this case. Um, There have been several details released in this case however I think they're holding back because of the circumstances surrounding the case um and we still don't have a suspect um at least not a suspect that the police have released yet um I feel like they probably do have one or two people um that they're speaking with but for right now we civilians do not know what's going on um so today we're going to be talking about the case of Debbie Collier. Debbie Collier was a 59-year-old Athens, Georgia resident um, who went missing earlier this month. She left her home on September 10th and was found on September 11th um, naked and burned in the woods 60 miles north of her home. So when Debbie left her home, she left her home with her rental car and she only had her driver's license and her debit card with her which means she left everything else at home. She left her phone at home. At least we think that she left her phone. We're we're not exactly sure where the phone is at this time. And I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, The phone is like a crucial part of this investigation. However, they're not saying much about the phone at this time. Um, But she only apparently left her house with her debit card and her driver's license and her rental car. And when she left on September 10th, um, nobody could get a hold of her, yada, yada, yada. September 11th, um, the police used her, the satellite GPS tracking from her rental car to track her into the woods where they found her naked and burned. Okay. This case is crazy, and there are so so many red flags in this case. I wish that they were giving us more information, but I know that they're holding back because of the circumstances surrounding the case. So the first thing I want to point out is that I I believe it was September 9th. It had to be September 9th because she went missing on September 10th. On September 9th, Debbie was at home with her daughter, and apparently they got into some altercation, some fight, and her daughter was kicked out of the house, and Debbie didn't want her to come back, at least not for the night. Who knows what that relationship was like, but she definitely didn't want her to come back for that night, so she asked her daughter to leave. And then the next day, her daughter calls the police and tells the police that her mother went missing and she sent her a Venmo with $2,385 and a note attached to the Venmo that says, they're not going to let me go, love you. There is a blue key under the flower pot by the door. So this is the alleged 
Venmo that Debbie sent her daughter right before her daughter Amanda calls the police and lets them know that her mother is missing from the house and this is what just happened. So that's the first red flag right there is that Debbie gets or Debbie sent Amanda this Venmo with a random amount of money, a very specific random amount of money, $2,385. And then the note that is attached to it, we're not sure yet who the they are, but it says they are not going to let me go. Love you. There is a blue key under the flower pot by the door. Um, And there are a couple things that I want to point out in this this memo besides the they. We don't know who the they are. Um, But remember, I said that on the 9th, Debbie and Amanda got into a fight so it's it's if Amanda sent this Venmo trying to cover her tracks and Debbie didn't send the Venmo if Amanda sent the Venmo the last sentence would make sense where she says there is a blue key under the flower pot by the door this would be a way for Amanda to get back in the house if necessary um if the police were to ask her how she was able to get back to the house if her mom kicked her out. So this would be a way for her to cover her tracks um, if the Venmo was sent by her. If the Venmo was sent by Debbie, we're still not sure at this point where her phone was because she allegedly did not leave the house with her phone. She only left with her rental car her debit card, and her driver's license. Those three things. Um, So we're still not sure at this point where her phone is and where the last time it pinged, uh, the last place it pinged at, we're not sure. I'm sure the police have that information at this point, but right now we do not know. Um, So those are two major red flags right there. Another red flag is that when Debbie was found, she was found 60 miles north of her home um, and naked and burned in the woods. So whoever did this, this was personal. Um, and they were trying to get rid of some evidence, whoever it was, by burning her body. Another red flag. Um, what else? Yeah, we, we, we don't know what the relationship was like with her husband um, or her daughter specifically. However, it is my opinion that these two people are going to be looked at pretty hard in this investigation. And and from where I'm sitting, those are the top two suspects. Um, Because generally when these things happen, you know, it's eight times out of 10 is somebody close to us. So yeah, I, I wish I had more information. I really wanted to make this episode the first episode so that I could help spread awareness about her case because at this time we don't know what's going on and it's crazy. Um, all of the red flags in the case and everything that's happened and you know, with the with her being 60 miles away from her home and her being burned and then the Venmo she sent her daughter um, and then the fight she got into with her daughter. Um, there are a lot of things that point to her daughter. Um, however, you know, that's just 
those are my thoughts on the case. Um, again, we still don't know what the relationship was like with her husband, if there's any foul play going on there, um, or if it was the husband and the daughter, or if they were working together. We still just don't know. There's so much we don't know about the case. Um, but yeah, it's it's a crazy case. I encourage you to look it up if you don't know who Debbie Collier is. Google Debbie Collier. Um, and if you have any tips about this case, if you know anything that have that may have happened to Debbie or anybody that knows Debbie, I urge you to just call the police and and let them know. Do it anonymously. Don't even do it under your real name. Do it anonymously. And you know, try to help push push this investigation along as best as you can. Um, because I know her family would like some answers. Um, it's just a crazy, from what I, from what I'm reading on the internet, um, you know, Debbie was a 59 year old mother. Uh, she was a front desk manager at Carriage House Realty and everyone loved her. Um, I, I, I haven't read a story, um, on any social media site where anybody did not love Debbie. So yeah, if you have any information, please take it to the police. Um, let's get this case solved. Let's figure out what happened to Debbie.